to the Honigman Story. I'm your host, Leo Honigman. In this podcast, we will cover subjects concerning me, my family, and my ancestors. Welcome to the Honigman Story. Nice to be recording again after a few weeks away. I have a special episode for you today titled Our Week in Minnesota Studies. In this episode, I will share short stories from a variety of topics. What it's like learning Dakota. The U.S. Dakota Treaty is in Minnesota, and a mock court trial we had in class. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. It's time for the Totally Random Contest. This time, the Totally Random Question, or the Totally Random Contest, is to figure out, or to, is a multiple choice question, actually. And you have to figure out how many pets I have. Do I have zero, one, three, or seven plus? Send your answer in a voice message. And I will read it. And if you do get the answer right, you get some bragging rights. And I'll mention you on the podcast. We've been learning about the Dakota people, their culture and language. I'm just getting used to saying these words, so I may not pronounce them entirely right. Anyway, here's four words in Dakota. Amakiapi. This is a word that basically means they call me. And depending on your gender, you would either say yay or do after it. So I would say, Leo Amakiapi do, but my sister would say, Tilly Amakiapi ye. Minnesota Makoche. This is the homeland of the Dakota. It spans a region that's actually bigger than Minnesota, which it gets its name from this word. Dumatanhan. This is a word that means I am from. You actually say where you're from before saying Dumatanhan, so I would say Minneapolis Dumatanhan. Which, come to think of it, sounds a bit like you're Yoda. Minneapolis, I am from. I don't know. Anyway. Mikiwake Owasin. This is a Dakota expression that means we're all relatives. And it doesn't just refer to people, it refers to like everything. The trees, the rivers, the lakes. And it basically means that you should be a good relative to everything. And it will be a good relative back. I think it's kind of cool to learn a new language. It's also very important to try to learn Dakota words or any other language, actually. Because, well... You can talk to people who speak those languages, and it's like it's like a secret code. But also, it's important because you can share your stories to people who don't speak the language that you would normally speak. We also spent a good deal of time during our week learning about the treaty signing between the Dakota and the U.S. government. It's a pretty 
complicated and interesting story, but I'm just starting to learn about it. So please bear with me. A treaty is a signed agreement between basically two groups of people or like two countries or nations. And in this case, the U.S. government and the Dakota were making treaties. And the U.S. needed more land because, well, tons of people wanted to move in now because it's all big and it's shiny and it's the new world and stuff. So they need jobs and they need a place to live. But the, the U.S. is kind of running out of land at this point. So the U.S. would come in to the Dakota homeland, Minnesota Makoche, and they would say, hey, we really need some land and we'll give you all these, all this money and all these really helpful things, these things that will help you hunt and stuff. And we'll do all that if you just give us some land. And basically the Dakota, the Dakota didn't really like this idea because if you think back to when I was talking about the Dakota values, um, it was hard for them to believe that land could be owned. But a lot of them did sign treaties. I'm not really sure why. It might have been because they had big guns that they would shoot them, that they would shoot at them if they didn't sign the treaty, but yeah. Anyway, um, my thoughts were that the treaties would have been actually an okay thing if the U.S. government wasn't such a jerk about it, because they would, like, there was this one really big treaty where they wanted to buy tons of land, and they actually promised the Dakota $3 million and a small piece of land along the Minnesota River that they could live on forever. And... What they did is they split up the payments into payments that were supposed to be paid over 50 years. And the Dakota were really only to actually get the interest of those payments, which sucked already. But then they also had to sign this treaty. They didn't even tell them what the treaty was. And it was something drafted by fur traders saying that they owed them a bunch of cash. I don't remember the exact number, but it was, I think, at least $435,000, which is a lot now, and it was probably even more back then. So, yeah. And, yeah, so it kind of just, it wasn't great for the Dakota, but they still signed the treaties until, I think it was 1958, there was a war that 
really, really sucked for the Dakota. Because not everyone participated in it. And like, three, eight of them just killed. Even if they survived the war. Tons of warriors on both sides were killed. And it was just generally a very bad time for the Dakota because all the treaties were revoked. They're kicked off of their homeland. And they're not allowed to, like, even do anything that has to relate to their culture. So they basically made the Dakota culture illegal, which is just horrible. But I think it's kind of getting maybe a little better. I'm not really sure because we're not quite, we haven't learned all that, all that much yet. But just judging by like what I know, I think it's getting better in general. Um, I just realized I made a mistake in the Treaty Thoughts segment. I said 1958, but it was actually 1858. And it was probably a bit later than that. So, yeah, sorry about that. Okay, so on a slightly lighter note, um, we actually started our week acting out a mock trial about a broken window. Um... And started being the operative word here, because I really don't remember anything about it. But, um, I think, I remember I was a juror in the case. And the case was generally, there was this guy, I don't remember the name, who was accused of breaking a window. Um by this old guy, the prosecutor. His name was Mr. Wiley, I think. Now, we didn't actually have an old guy come in. It was just acted out by our class and Mr. Mr. Summers' uh, Minnesota Studies, seventh hour. But uh, it was kind of funny because the prosecution was not doing great. They couldn't find much evidence. The only one piece of evidence that they had was that he was seen, the guy, the defendant, was seen holding a rock. Not much evidence. (laughs) But, um, I think eventually we circled up, because we don't have an actual, like, secluded room for the jury to go in. But we circled up, and we made the decision in front of everyone. And we decided that the... The the defendant was not guilty. Which was cool, because the defendant's attorneys had like 15 billion pieces of evidence that he wasn't guilty. So, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was pretty fun. So now I'm going to interview my sister Tilly, me, who I've mentioned, um, I think in the Dakota language thing. Anyway, I'm just going to interview Tilly about her week at school. Hi. So this is Tilly. Hi. Tilly, what grade are you in? Fourth. 
Okay, till he's in fourth grade. And um, Tilly, can you give me a general summary of what you did in the week? Uh, <laughs> I don't really remember my week very well. Okay, just give me one or two things. Do you remember um, anything? I do remember that. Um, <laughs> if you can't remember anything, we're just going to make this into a really weird music segment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how does that sound? Well, in science, we are stu- studying water, and right now we are in the unit of the water cycle. Okay. Actually, the investigation of the water cycle. And what have you learned? Anything and, interesting? Yeah. Uh, we didn't really do any... Wait, did we? Well, we made this poster this week, and it was really fun. Okay. And we don't have signs on Fridays. Sad mm. face. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway. Do you have it on every other week, every other day though, like every every day except for Friday? Yes. Even Sundays and Saturdays. No. no. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you remember anything else? If you don't, we're gonna do the totally random music part. I don't want to. Um, in that, er, I did like. We are studying um, recording data right now, I think. Right? Yeah, that's Okay, correct. so like graphs and stuff? Yep. Cool. And we have made a horizontal and vertical bar graph. Cool. Have you made any coordinate graphs yet? Uh, no. They're kind of fun. I'm not in fifth grade math yet, Leo. All right. Anyway, now it's just going to be 15 seconds of really random beatboxing music. Okay, yeah. The random beatboxing music is over. Anything else? No, not really. I do remember what I have learned, though. Don't worry. Okay, that's cool. I just don't really remember when I learned it. So, all right. Well, I guess that's the end of the review. Oh no, Tilly's made a mistake now too. Dun, dun, dun. She mistook my grade. I'm in sixth grade, not fifth grade. Okay. Anyway. Okay, so uh, ignore that last segment because I realized Tilly just told me. Tilly? Uh, I meant. I thought that Leo meant he had um, learned that when he was in fifth grade or something. I actually learned it. Um, no, actually, I learned it in fifth grade. I think I learned it. In, I might have learned it in fourth grade. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. ignore that last bit. Ignore that last second. Well, that concludes this podcast.
listen in next time, where I'm not quite sure what I'm going to be talking about yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be cool.